Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Beat the Press podcast. I have a very special episode here with some very close friends of mine. Ladies and gentlemen, you obviously do not know this, but I'm in a group chat called Football Talks. Very, very creative name. Uh, this is, We've been going on for over a year, uh, and, you know, we really built a connection with some of these guys. So I've got some of those guys from the group chat um, here on the show tonight. Folks, do you want to introduce yourselves? Go right on ahead. Um, yo, my name's uh, Maganya. Um, what's up? <laughs> there you go, there you go. Joe? Yeah, it's your boy to be. I, I go by big. My name's Joe. And yeah, pleasure to be on the podcast. And of course, Daniel. Yo, yo, this is Daniel. I'm the football draft expert in the group chat. So, let's get it. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, I, I had an episode where I covered the NFL draft, but I really wanted to go over with these guys, you know what I'm saying? These, these are some of my close homies, so uh, we, got, we got some of our winners. We're just going to cover some of our favorite picks, the losers, the ups and the downs, all six, seven rounds. So here we go. Let's start things off. Who are your guys' top three winners of the NFL draft? All right, so in order, I got Jets, Ravens, Chiefs. That's my, that's my first. Go. Go right on elaborate a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Tell me why. So the, the the Jets, I think, just filled in their perfect needs. I mean, Sauce was the perfect pick. Yeah. Got um got a uh, Jermaine Johnson, at, uh, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, they traded up for they traded up for Johnson. Wilson was my receiver one. I thought that was a great pick, too. I'm glad he went early. And then um, the Ravens, though. The Ravens, I feel like, always just... The Ravens always hit on their draft class. You know, they're like... Good teams stay good for a reason. Ravens and Chiefs usually are just drafting great. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you not draft Hamilton when he drops down to 14? People thought he, he could have went top three. I don't really think he was that good. I thought Daxo was a little better, but Ooh. you know, Linderbaum could have been O line one. It's just he's a center, so it's like, you know, not really as valuable as a tackle or a guard. Yeah. Um and then like one of my dream picks was Ojabo to the to the Ravens. Because yeah. like the little connection with um uh is it Odafe Owe? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, right? No, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. They have that connection. He was a uh, ex- But he was also um he was also a high school teammate with the Dolph Aoe. Mm. I don't know if I didn't know that, but now that I like that pick even more. I love the pick first, but knowing that, ooh. ooh. Yeah, this is just it's cool. Like those dudes are gonna be and though that's a freakish athletic edge rushing duo. Yeah. Like one of the fastest, like athletic Edge duos. If Ojabo's healthy, that's going to be awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Travis Jones yeah. is a deal for me. You know, like the Travis dude, Jones in the middle. Yeah, stood out in the the Senior Bowl. It's great. Yeah. Um, Jalen Armour in the uh, fourth. Jordan Davis. Travis Jones is better than Jordan Davis. My opinion. Whoa, uh, that's crazy. I've seen I've seen some people say that too, like as, as a pure defensive tackle. But I mean, Jordan Davis is a freak athlete. Man is a, yeah, a man amongst boys, a beast amongst men. 
And then, and then the Chiefs, for me, it was just the best team in the league got better. Like, Trent McDuffie was is a monster. And then the Sky, the Sky Moore pick, to me, I know that's a little after, like Carl Loftus and all that, but Sky Moore was my receiver three. Like, I loved Sky Moore. I was talking to Dan about it, like, earlier in the year. He's just, he's a stud. That dude's a monster. He's like freakishly long arms and big hands. He's fast, quick, really, like whole release package, you know, route tree. Yeah. The sky is high for him. That was cringy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daddy, let's hear your top. I think it's going to be pretty similar, though. Pretty similar. It's going to be Jets, Ravens, Chiefs. What? Um, yeah, uh, the Jets, they just, they they grabbed, in my opinion, an elite corner. Um, never let a touchdown in college. Um, I think he's going to be good day one with along those um, other quarterbacks that the Jets have. Um, they were able to grab Jermaine Johnson at the, in the, tw- in the 20s. Oh, um, yeah, 26. Traded up for him. Yep. Yeah, um, I think they traded with the Titans, and they got Jermaine Johnson, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall. So they're, de- they're um, definitely helping out uh, Zach Wilson. Let's see what they got. And the Ravens, um, they're always drafting great. They have all the picks in the world. They they love those picks, and they definitely um, ace the draft, in my opinion. Uh, the Chiefs, they, uh, they got value and need at the same time, so they drafted for need, but also got the value, same amount of value with Trey McDuffie falling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was projected to go top 15. Uh, Carl Loftus was, what, projected top 20? Um, Sky was getting first-round buzz, and Leo Chanel was also getting, like, second-round buzz, if not mistaken. So it was just insane value for the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, Joe? My bad, my bad. I was finishing up my burrito. Oh, yeah. um, my top three, essentially it's the same, but because of the fact we're just going to reiterate everything we just heard, I'm actually going to drop the Chiefs out of my top three and then put in the Eagles. Hey, my guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to switch it up, you know, give, give it a fresh take. Yep. The Jets, as we all have established, they literally, to me, not even just the draft, it's after offseason, the Jets killed it. Mm-hmm. They bolstered up both sides of their line, their O-line, their D-line. They have Sauce Gardner, who, in my opinion, was the top, like, cornerback. Obviously, Derek Stingley's pretty nice, but injury, you know, bouncing back from an injury of that. And you're on the Texans? Yeah. So, you got Sauce there. And, again, I agree with Wilson being my number one receiver. So, to me, you got your top cornerback and top receiver. Pair him with Elijah Moore. Pair Sauce Gardner with, uh, who did they pick up? What was the cornerback they picked up from Seattle? Was it DJ Reed? Yep, DJ Reed. Very solid, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, you have you pair him with DJ Reed, and then you got Jordan Whitehead at safety. Like, their secondary is pretty, like, sneaky nasty. And then you add in the edge rusher to go in with Quinn and Williams, Carl Lawson, all of that. Did you mention Bryce Hall? I didn't even mention Bryce Hall. That's, that's the scary part, dude. Like, yeah. pair him with Evan Coleman. He could learn behind that, like... I really like what the Jets are doing. They're not, if they don't do good this year, next year for sure at least. I could see them putting the Patriots at the bottom. Hot take. 
maybe not hot take. I was, I was, I was actually gonna say. Okay, first, I was, I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, do we think they're better than first Miami, and then New England? I don't think they're better than Miami. That offense is too explosive. Uh, you're yeah. gonna need your guys to develop first, which is why I'm saying, if not this year, next year for sure they're gonna be fucking monsters. Like mm-hmm. the potential is through the roof. I like Robert Sala's defense. I'm a Niner fan, so I'm biased on that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> The Ravens are pretty self-explanatory. You guys mentioned it already. But touching the Eagles, I think they got good um, value where they think. You got Jordan Davis. He's in the middle. He could replace uh, Fletcher Cox. You got Cam uh, Jurgens. Obviously, Kelsey's not going to be around forever. Nice to have him in there. And the fact that Dean dropped all the way to the third because of health issues, it was a no-brainer to pick him up right there. Terion Johnson's a nice edge, too. They picked up a nice tight end to pair with um, the tight end they have currently. So I just think they they pretty much set themselves up for greatness too. Oh yeah. Um. All right, I'll go on ahead. My top three exactly the same as Joe. And I just want to tell the people at home, listen, Joe just came. You know, us, uh, me, Daniel, and uh, Magana. We were talking beforehand, and I gave my top three. I'm not copping Joe here. Uh, yeah, no, Philadelphia, Baltimore, and the Jets absolutely killed this draft, in my opinion. Um, Philly, of course, I love the draft. They traded up in front of the uh, Ravens. I thought they were going to take Hamilton. Um, honestly, though, Jordan Davis or Kyle Hamilton, they couldn't have gone wrong. Jordan Davis is going to clog up that middle with Fletcher Cox. I mean, that's going to be absolutely insane. Jordan Davis, an insane athlete for his size. Uh, Cam Jurgens, you know, I heard what's his name. I heard Kelsey kind of raving about him. Um, I don't know film on O-Lineman. I'm going to trust, you know, Kelsey's word on this and say he's a dang good center. Uh, Nicobe Dean, I had him in the first round. I had him going to Philadelphia in the first round in, in so many mock drafts. Um, and, you know, getting him a pick 83 overall. I mean, that that's insane. That's insane. I love it. I love it. And we can't mention the trade for A.J. Brown. Come on now. Come on now, you're helping Jalen Hurts out. AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, still got Jalen Rieger on the team, however, so that'll always be a dark side for Philly. I don't care how good you draft. And you gotta, and you gotta bring up to that contract yeah. is a W. Oh yeah, twenty five million that year. Of Come on. For, what? He's only got fifty seven guaranteed, right? I love it. I love it. People thought they were gonna like, cause everyone was asking like twenty five a year, yeah. but like eighty guaranteed was like the big thing, like. Yeah. Debo and him, so I'm glad. I'm glad he got that deal because that's the dub for the Niners. Thanks. I guess Debo Samuel. I've been played Debo only like 27 a year. Uh, I think he deserves less than AJ Brown per year, man. AJ Brown has done. AJ Brown has done more. Listen, they same. AJ Brown has done more. Debo had his one year that he broke out. AJ Brown wasn't solidified. Everybody knew AJ Brown. People were just knowing. That is true. Both of them got injury concerns. In my opinion, AJ Brown's done it better than Debo for longer, so he should deserve more. The they both got the injury trade, concerns. Like to me, it's a trade because the whole narrative behind the Niners offseason was Trey Debo got Trey, uh, Traylon Burks. Yep. That's exactly what the Texans was yeah. gonna do. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. If if yeah, I respect. I, I liked it honestly. As soon as they traded for that pick number eighteen, I knew I knew the pick had to be Traylon Burks. Um, next up, you know, we already discussed about the Ravens and the Jets. I love it. I love it. Kyle Hamilton was my favorite prospect in this draft. Um, I think he's going to be an absolute really? star. Oh, yeah. He was my number one on my big board. Um, 
my brother is a hater on Hamilton. He's saying that he's was this and that. I'm, I don't understand it. You know, you pair him alongside Marcus Williams, Marlon Humphreys, Marcus Peters. We need to get into our top uh, landing spots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. Um, Linderbaum, obviously, hey, he's a top center. Good recruit. Not much to say about that. And then David Ojabu, we already talked about this. I like him. Torres Achilles, so that's definitely a little bit of a downside. Probably going to limit his explosiveness. But nonetheless, all the talents, all the skill set is there. And then the Jets. I, I cannot get tired of talking about the Jets. I've made TikToks. I've made graphics. I've made, this, I've made everything about the Jets. I cannot get tired of talking about how good of a draft class they had. Sauce Gardner, the cornerback one, in my opinion, you know, number four overall. I like that. I like that. And then you go on number 10, Garrett Wilson. Now, it's really hard, in my opinion, to mess up having two top 10 picks. You know, we saw the Giants. They got Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau. That's good. The Jets, hard to mess this up. This was the best case scenario for them. Number one cornerback, number one receiver, thanks to the Atlanta Falcons. I think that the Jets are really high on Drake London because the thought process was the Falcons would get Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson falls into their laps. Boom, you pick that up. I like it. You're giving your man. Zach Wilson, your franchise quarterback, a number one solidified receiver to throw to alongside Elijah Moore. And then you trade up for Jermaine Johnson, one of my favorite edge rushers. I think has top three edge potential. So, I mean, come on. I get the best cornerback, the best receiver, and a top three edge rusher in my eyes. And then a top three, probably yeah, some can argue the best cornerback, Brees Hall, in the second round. I mean, they're, they're playing Madden franchise mode here. Just trade up and get your favorite prospect. I like it. I like how Robert Sal is doing. And uh, I think the Jets are going to be really fun to watch in a couple of years. Let Zach Wilson develop a little bit. Um, and, and yeah, so now, uh, now what you guys want to get into? You guys want to get into our losers? Who we think lost this draft? Um, seems, seems right. All right, let's do it. Go on ahead. Take the floor. The floor is yours. <sighs> I, I got to say who I... Okay, so my number one is probably the Cowboys. Like, I just, Cowboys draft class is pretty, I mean, it has potential to be all right, but, like, on top end, it's just a lot of reaches. There's only one good pick, I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, as a Niners fan, I'd say the Niners lost for sure. And then um, the Vikings. The Vikings draft class was, like, top end, really good. Back end, awful. Like, they were doing too much. They did way too much. And I think they lost out on a lot of future picks. Yep. Um, I thought the trade um, with the Lions, I, I thought that was, I didn't like that for the Vikings. I, didn't, I, I think that was kind of useless. And then they got Lewis Seen. For Asamoah? Yeah, I, I don't, no, I'm talking about the first round when the, when the Lions, they uh -oh. traded up for uh, Jameson Williams. The Vikings got 32 and they got Lewis Seen. I don't think that was... You got yeah. Kyle Hamilton there, unless if you think Scene is going to be a better, uh, better safety than Hamilton. No, yeah, see, like, like Lewis Scene is was a reach. Mm -hmm. The only good pick they had was really Andrew Booth, which was a, a great pick. That's like an A plus pick. Yep. But yeah, the Lewis Scene you could have drafted Andrew Booth where Lewis Scene was, or even which would have been a great pick, and then you could have had Scene at forty two probably. Mm -hmm. oh, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have even taken like that spot. Yeah, I mean, you could have got McDuffie. There's McDuffie, Booth, anybody at, at pick fourteen. 
Terrible pick, but not what I would have done. But I'm not an NFL GM, so. All right, Danny, you want to go ahead now? Yeah, let's let's do it. Okay, so first draft for me: Patriots, Vikings, and Rams. But I mean, the Rams not so much because it's F them picks, baby. So what can you do? Um, in regards to the Patriots, I don't know. I feel like they just drafted. Too many players were a position of strength. Let's say O line. I think they drafted three line, three interior linemen. Um, they already have Michael Onwenu um, and um, some other guard, but they drafted Andrew Stubridge, Cole Strange, and some other guy in like the fifth round. They drafted, I think, I believe, three running backs when they already have Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. And all these other players, it was just didn't make any sense for me, in my opinion. But it's it's Bill Belichick. I mean, can you really question them? That's true. Um, and to the Vikings, I think they drafted, they uh, they traded back a bunch of times, and I don't know if they got the value they were looking for. Was just a lot, a lot of the picks they made were they weren't that good to say. Well, let's see. He was a good pick. I mean, Brian Asamoa, I don't know who you are replacing or where you plan on playing him. Mm-hmm. It was, the draft was all for me. Yep. Uh, is it Joe? Or is that, is that, that's it, Daniel? Yep. You ain't got nothing to say about the 49ers? Oh, 49ers. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Niners. Hey. 49ers is a close... I mean, maybe I'll switch the Rams for the 49ers. Um, I don't know why they jumped into running back in the third. Yeah. End of story. Yeah, I could get into that. I can get into the Niners, but save that for another time. <laughs> All right, Joe? First, I like to defend my team. You pick up a running back in the third because he has good pass-blocking ability. Oh, there you that's go, Joe. Something most, that's something most college aspects don't have coming in the league and as the run heavy team we're gonna need to utilize even anybody on our team to block and if Debo Samuel doesn't want to run the ball and your running back committee is getting injured consistently mm-hmm. yeah you're gonna need more bodies to fill for that in order to make Debo happy you know like I hated the fix coming into this year don't get me wrong I still feel like I even said it I was like Nick Cross is right there <laughs> oh man I'm hurt but uh, I trust I trust our front office, but like let's go into my my bottom three. I like to say the Dolphins just because one they didn't have that many uh, draft picks to begin with, so it's kind of hard to get a good grade considering you're getting a bunch of leftovers. Do you guys know who the Dolphins drafted? Exactly. Um, did they get <laughs> Channing? Did they draft Channing Tindall? 
something like that. I think they drafted Channing Tindall. He's pretty solid. Like, he's pretty solid and all, but like, how much is that going to elevate your yeah. overall class? Like, if we're talking about in terms of just yeah. like that's not going to bring you up by much. Yeah. And on top of that, I want to also throw in, uh, in my opinion, Manders. Like, I didn't have a problem with their first pick. Like, I'm not much of a fan of Dotson. That's just personal, you know? Yeah. I'm not a fan of most Penn State prospects. But that is what it is. My issue comes in the fact they didn't target the secondary with their next two picks. Like, the fact that, did they even target their secondary? I think they targeted that all the way at the ending, like, for cornerback. And they, what, picked up Butler as their safety? That's not bad, but you could have done better. So that was just disappointing. And then third would have to be, in my opinion, the Rams, just because of the fact, again, F them pick. They're not going to really utilize or develop most of these people anyways. They're just going to keep going out, getting veterans, the plug and fill, do what they need to do to win. And they're a team that consistently is in the build now, win now mode. So you can't really judge their draft classes because I don't think they put much into it, but they do uh, bring in a lot of valuable pieces, a lot of depth somewhat. But that's just my take. That's respectable, yeah. Um, I, okay, I'm going to, you guys kind of covered all the teams. I'm going to say, in my opinion, one of my biggest losers, Justin Fields, uh, the Chicago Bears. I, I think they had a good draft talking defensively. They had some good players, Kyler Gordon, uh, Jaquan Brisker, but you don't help your rookie quarterback that needs development out at all. I mean, they got, they drafted a 25 year old receiver. Uh, and, and, you know, they're saying that apparently that was Fields' number one receiver that he wanted. Like, he made a list. But that's why he's a quarterback and not, you know, in the front office. Uh, I, I just don't think the Bears really helped out their guys. I agree with Magana with the Cowboys. Tyler Smith in the first round, a raw, raw guy. Pause. Um, I think, you know, if you're going to go alignment in the first round, you're going to want to take a solidified starter. Um... And it, yeah, I'll just, I'll just say Miami just because I didn't hear about any of their picks. Honestly, I kind of forgot about them in the draft, Miami and the Rams. Um, and, and you know what? I will. I'll, I'll throw my Niners in there just because I wanted a cornerback early. I wanted uh, Tariq Woolen and Kobe Bryant, either of the two. And both of them went to the Seattle Seahawks. So I think my Niners are some pretty big losers. But I do like some of the undrafted pickups that we had. Uh, Leon O'Neal, looking at you. All right, now let's get into some of our favorite picks i guess just in general not not particularly winners or losers uh a lot of guys fell in this draft you know george pickens malik willis a big one um just just the favorite picks in general i'm gonna give a quick shout out to the detroit lions and the new york giants they weren't in my top three winners but i think they had phenomenal drafts aiden hutchinson and jameson williams in the first round i think that's great the lions got a real nice young receiving core dj chark amon ross st brown had his breakout season last year you know one of the best rookie receivers last year and now you're adding jameson williams onto that unfortunately they got jared goff as the quarterback i think they go receiver this year in the next draft uh, they'll probably lose enough games to get one of the top guys. It's a really good receiver, quarterback class. And the Giants, Kayvon Thibodeau, who fell for no reason, honestly, in my eyes, a top three, should have been a top three, top two guy, um, falls to five, and the Giants take him, and I like it. And then at seven, the Giants go Evan Neal, who was offensive tackle one, in my opinion. Um, you couldn't really argue any of the offensive tackles to be one, though, between Charles Cross, Icky, and Evan Neal. 
Uh, so I really like the Giants pick. Folks, what do you got? What was your guys' favorite prospects, favorite picks that y'all want to cover? Um, so I really like the Drake Jackson pick. Um, or not, um, not Drake Jackson. Um, the Jermaine Johnson pick. My bad. The Jermaine Johnson pick, I think, was just like probably the best value pick. I think it was a 26. And you get, like you said, a potentially top three edge rusher. I think he's the best um, run defending edge. Like, because they considered, like how you said, Trayvon Walker to be a true edge. I'd say Jermaine Johnson's like that's run defending with potential to be a good pass rusher. Mm-hmm. That's that was an amazing pick for me. And then um, down the board, like the Malik Willis steal was like the steal of the draft. Um, the Titans also got a dude I wanted the Niners to pick up, Chigo Conquo, like a really athletic ass tight end from Maryland. Like could line up in the slot, could be like a you know, John o. Smith 2.0 for them. Mm-hmm. An interesting pick. And then um, I thought the Texans had a lot of really nice picks. John Mechie in the second, really underrated, and Christian Harris in the third. Like, I thought both of those guys in another draft class could have been first-rounders. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, like, there's just really good value. Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm going to go a little bit of a – I'm going to say something surprising. I think – is it okay if I say two players? Oh, yeah. Hey, say as much as you want, my friend. Yeah, I got you. So, I think the Seattle Seahawks being able to get Charles Cross and Abraham Lucas are two great – it is great for me because I think those are the, the – those are going to be the two bookend tackles. Uh, both are great pass protectors. Um I've heard strange things about Charles Cross not being able to run, um, run block, but I think that's that's not factual. I, I've I've seen some film and I can definitely see him. He he doesn't move. He, he's not a mauler. He doesn't move people like, let's say, a an Evan or a Ikemekwanu, but he, he's a tremendous pass protector, and I, and I think that's something that the Seahawks need for a Drew Lock or Geno Smith. Um, or even Jacob Eason. Um, it definitely helped out their O-line, and that's something um, they needed to fix ASAP. All right, Joe. Sorry, I had to go. I had my Chipotle came. Woo-woo, got me a little rice bowl with barbacoa, some tomatoes, the pico de gallo, hot salsa, cheese, and lettuce, ground rice, and uh, black beans. Lit. So my pick? Uh, my first pick is obviously going to be the Traylon Bird pick because of the fact, like I was saying earlier, with the whole Debo Samuel situation, you replace your star receiver with someone who can replicate that, but also for a cheaper contract, you know, like he's going to be on his rookie deal. So the Titans picking that up, I thought that was a good pick, but my random pick, like, I don't know, he, it was my favorite pick of the draft just because I... I don't know. I really like the Chargers pick that fullback in the, uh, the last uh, round. The, the fullback from uh, Purdue. <coughs> I really <laughs> like that Xander Horvath pick because of the fact you want to protect Justin Herbert. You're going to beef up your interior line. You don't want Austin Eckler to block for you when it comes to those pass protection plays. So now you have a fullback who can do that. This dude's big. This dude's 6'3". If I remember correctly, about 230, he's athletic, he has good burst. 
he has speed to him. Like, I don't know. Okay, it's, it's a random ass pick. But it's my random ass pick, and I'm going to stick with that through and through. Like, it's such a good pick for me. Like, what do you have to lose with a seventh round pick for a fullback? You know? Yeah. You got a point there, yeah. Definitely. Um, I just want to shout out. Green. I was also so oh. a little bit of Xander Horvath. I was um reading about him and I saw a little bit of Kyle Juice checking him. Not saying much, but I'm just you know putting it out there. Which is why he's one of my favorite things. As a Niner fan, we utilize our fullback heavily. So if the Chargers can emulate that with him, that's a home run pick for me. I'm not saying like you know Justin Herbert's a god, but compared to the Niner situation at quarterback, <laughs> yeah, like it's very much a, a step up. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to give a shout out to Green Bay fans everywhere. I'm sure they're celebrating. They finally get themselves a receiver. Christian Watson at 34 overall. One of my favorite receiving drafts. I was really hoping my Niners would trade up to get him. Pair him with Trey Lance. I think he's going to be an absolute beast with Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. Um, like the Tennessee Titans getting Malik Willis and, and Traylon Burks. You know, you kind of got a, a budget. AJ Brown for cheaper and younger. Um, what else? What else? What else? Just a lot of, oh, George Pickens. Did not love the Kenny Pickett pick. Oh, Kenny Pickett pick. I would have preferred Malik Willis at 20. But George Pickens, he would, I think he can has the potential to be top two in this class. I really like him. Apparently, you know, his off-field issues was really getting to him. Really made his draft stock crash. So I think that was pretty un unfortunate. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big Kenny Pickett fan. I was really rooting for him. I was hoping he'd go. Oh, what's the call? The commander, they took... Dang, John Dotson, yeah, in the first round, I was very yeah, pick sixteen, that was insane to me. Uh, Dequan had a lot of potential, but very one-dimensional. Yeah, um, I said I wasn't a fan of him. I'm gonna stick by that. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> James Cook yeah. to the Buffalo Bills. You know they got open the playbook a little bit. Their run game hasn't been phenomenal, and I think James Cook can be kind of that guy, especially if you know kind of building a committee there that I like. Uh, let's talk about the quarterbacks. Let's talk about the quarterbacks a little bit. Who do you guys think was landed in the best, best uh, case scenario? Best situation. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Because I don't believe in wins. Mm -hmm. So I just think he's yeah he has the least expectations as a fifth round draft pick. What can you know if he, this dude comes in and starts and blows expectations out of the water? I mean, last year he was like. You know, most people said he was the number one prospect coming into this year, like before the se the college football season started. So to get a dude of that much potential, like where you can potentially have a franchise quarterback that you drafted in the fifth is just crazy. Like, I think that's just amazing for him mm -hmm. and for the commanders. I'm going to agree with Maganya. Uh, um, Sam Howell had his best season with Deami Brown, and that's who the commanders drafted last year in the third round. So I think um, them pairing, uh, the commanders pairing them up again is something uh, beneficial for Sam Howell. Um, he, he's also going to have uh, Duquan Dodson, Curtis Samuel, uh, and Terry McCormick. So it's just um, a, a good quadruple wide receiver. You know, it's not a trio. It's four that I think can absolutely maximize Sam Howell. And for him, uh, for him to be a fifth-round pick, I think that's an absolute steal. Um, does, do you guys know, does Wentz have a new deal with the Commanders? No. So how many no. years has he left? I think this is the last 
So see, like, even if Hal Howell doesn't play this year, I still, I still think it's it's a good uh, opportunity to use him next year. You don't have to draft the quarterback next year. You can focus on him being your potential starter. And size QB. I really like Malik Willis to the Titans. I already raved about it, but I mean, he's going to give Ryan Tannehill a run for his money. I think a mobile quarterback in the system is going to be phenomenal. Um, I also like, um, what you call Matt, uh, oh, oh, who was it? Who was it? Who am I thinking of right now? Uh, Matt Corral. Yeah, there you go. Matt Corral. Sam Donald is just not that guy. And, and I think Matt Corral, you know, that boy, nice, that boy, nice. And I'm not going to say he's the franchise the quarterback for Carolina, but I'm going to say he'll boost Carolina's offense you know, one or two levels than it is right now. I uh, agree. And they need a quarterback like Corral is really good for the Panthers because he's, he's sporadic, but, you know, he likes to take shots, yep. to take off when he sees space. He, he's, he's a big play guy. Like. Yep. He, he has the he has the arm talent. He's you know, not the most accurate, but he has can he can send that thing probably sixty five yards down to Robbie Anderson, and you know like yeah, I, I like the pick a lot too. Yep. Joe, I gotta go with Malik Willis on it. My reasoning being, <clears throat> you don't need to rush to start him. I'm a fan of developing your players, developing young people. I don't like drafting quarterbacks just to chuck them to the wolves mm-hmm. because one, pressure, you know? <laughs> You're going to translate into this. If you do start slipping up, he's a bust. Oh, he's not good enough. Oh, he, he, you know, there's just a lot of negative a quarterback early. And you saw Brian Tannehill and like his whole reason for Malik Willis falling from what I remember was the fact that his offense that he ran in college was too simple. And how is he going to translate that to the pros? With Tennessee, if you don't want to like throw the ball as much or anything like that, you have Derrick Henry. Your backfield is good in general, even when Derrick uh, Derek Henry was down. And you still have Traylon Burke to throw. So I just think he's going to prime, like, he's poised to like break out. You know, he's not expected to start early. He could develop, he could learn the system. Uh, eliminate any of that concern you have for the whole like all simplicity thing. <laughs> you have a solid backfield. They're a playoff caliber team, you know. Yep. And again, if Brian Tannehill does ball out, kudos to him. But that mobility that he provides, that Malik Willis provides, is very much going to elevate that offense. Agreed. Um, anything else that you guys would like to go over about this draft? What a draft it was. Um, not anything that I can come to like that comes to mind right now. Alrighty, and I think that's gonna close up. I think oh. I think I want to just real quick, real quick because I, I do hear everyone talking about the oh, Niners no, 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 draft. No, no, no. And again, I'm a Niners fanboy through and through. You believe in the process. Be faithful to the bay. That's all I can ask. <laughs> I I just think the Niners are so stubborn. It just bothers me how stubborn we are. Yep. Like when are we gonna when are we gonna realize like draft players to play football? Like you're not gonna draft these dudes. Like why, why do we need another running back when we just we drafted one in the past three years? Like I get you said he's a decent run blocker, but we mostly run a 22 personnel. Like we usually have 
tight ends and fullbacks galore. Like, we don't need a blocking running back. Like, I just think we, the Niners hear the, the rumbling of, we need to get this. And they, they just kind of are like, nah, we got our guys. Like, we're, you know, we're good. We, we, we can last with these dudes. And it's going to come back to bite us in the butt again because if a dude goes down, fucking calling up Josh Norman again. <laughs> like, you know, I, I just don't want that to be the case. I wish we would have drafted a, a decent value corner or traded it up for a corner and then had your four guys that could rotate if one's doing bad or if one gets hurt, another dude gets to hop in. And we don't have to worry about last year to where Lenore is having personal issues. It's like, oh, shit. Well, there goes that potential. Sorry about that, John. There goes that potential, like, starting great, great guy. And then if Ambry Thomas is just having a cold streak, it's like, oh, what do we do? There goes Josh Norman. Yeah. So it's like... We, just, still, we, we, we still got Emmanuel Mosley, and they did think of Womack. So it's and, like, you're very... And um, Verrett's back, right? Uh, I believe so, but you're very much banking on Charverius Ward to be the shutdown corner you paid him to be. So yeah. I feel like that's their whole like thought process on that. And the fact that is, we have a strong, you know, front seven. That pressure is gonna allow our uh, team to blink in the field as they did in 2019. Didn't have a top-notch secondary, in my opinion, in 2019, but they did what they did because of the pass rush. And um, well, and it looks yeah, like well, uh, Art's coming back too. Yo, Bing, let me ask you this. Would you rather a Davis Pizer you guys drafted in the third or a Kobe Bryant who won the Jim Thorpe Award or Tariq Woolen who ran a 4-2-6 at 6-4? Both cornerbacks. I'd go with uh, Gray just because of the fact that we don't have a beat there on the outside. And Trey Lance, the deep ball, is going to open up the field even more. And that's something we lacked back in 2019. We had Emmanuel Sanders. But Jimmy couldn't get the ball there. Would I want like the DBs? Would I want the DBs? Most like, like most definitely. Who wouldn't want a solid DB? Being a Niner fan, I think the most solid DB I've seen was like 2012 when we had Carlos Rogers in them. But even then, they weren't considered top tier like defensive backs like that. So yeah. I'm used to not having oh. a good defense in the backfield. So I'm just putting my face on the team, know what they're going to do. When healthy, they're a Super Bowl team. Let's be honest. You didn't need to add that many more pieces because your pieces were already there. All you need to do is make sure they're healthy and then just ride with your boys. Our last great corner was 1995 when we had Deion Sanders for that one season. We won the Super Bowl. Yeah, don't disrespect Carlos Rogers. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Carlos Rogers was solid, man. Solid, not great. And um, Parrish, Parrish Cox for like a year oh was pretty good. Oh, my God. For like a year was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, yeah, we've had... We've I also had, do see our like, defensive backfield being an up compared to 2019 because I'd very much rather a young in his prime Charverius work over... A Richard Sherman, who's basically playing Uncle Sherm, trying to develop his uh, younger talent, basically coach them up, and still being burned on <laughs> uh, like deep plays, you know. So, so I, I, I have faith in the team. I feel like our defense back group is always They can't get better, but we're already doing right now. So we're, we're, we're looking for right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any, anything else you guys want to go over? I'm all good. Alrighty. She's got some studs. That's all I wanted to say. 
All right, that's going to wrap up this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in this episode of the Beat the Press podcast. I will see you in the next episode. We got to go over some NBA playoffs, man. I haven't talked about the playoffs at all on my podcast. Thank you. Football Talks group chat. Oh, okay. I like that. (laughs) I'm not going to talk and I haven't been keeping up. Yeah. refresh my NBA knowledge right now. Oh, yeah. I know the Warriors are playing right now. It's a good close game. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much. Football Talks. I appreciate y'all joining me on this episode. Uh, the floor is yours. Anything you guys want to plug? Anything as any, any any last remarks? A goodbye? Nah, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. I gotta apologize to Dan and his Chiefs. I've been riding the Chargers whole thing because of the fact that they made their aggressive offseason move to bolster their defense. And the Chiefs hasn't done anything really in the offseason. So they made up for it in the draft. I'll give you that. Let's go. Chiefs kingdom, baby. <laughs> All righty. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace out.